This is Two Guys in a River. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. We're two lifelong friends who love fly fishing for trout. Our podcast is all about helping you catch more fish and deepening your love of the time you spend on the river. We are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing. I enjoy solitude when I fly fish, yet I rarely fly fish alone. The truth is, it's better to fly fish with a buddy or a brother or a sister or a spouse. In the past year of fly fishing, I've been on the water 18 days. Now, I know that doesn't seem like enough, but on every one of those days, I fished with someone else, either my podcast partner, Dave, my brother, my sons, or another close friend. Dave, I'm curious. Do you agree with me on that? Do you think it's better to fly fish with a buddy? When was the last time you fly fished alone? Oh, wow. That's a good question. Uh, about a year ago, I was uh, on the Owyhee River. And, and I remember it because I was alone. And I remember, uh, uh, I think my wife was uh, you know, a little more concerned, you know, be careful. And, and I, was, I was a lot more thoughtful about, hey, I'm, I'm alone. I can't take chances that I might if I'm with, you know, if I'm with you. Not that we take huge risks, but yeah, places that I wouldn't wade. Uh, so it, yeah, it's been a while and I, I haven't fished alone that frequently in I recent years. I can't even years. remember the time, last time I fly fished alone. Yeah. I Last fall, I was out hunting in North Dakota and I actually spent two weeks out in North Dakota and my son came out for the first week or first half of that first week. And then the next week I was just there with my family, my mom and dad and, and okay. myself. And there was one afternoon we, we, we actually fish or not fished, we hunted in the morning and then we went back and we kind of took a nap and we're relaxing. And then I thought, you know, it's three o'clock. The duck should be starting to fly again, going out to feed. And so I went out by myself and I have to say it was kind of a strange sensation because yeah. mm-hmm. I'm always with kids or I'm with you or something like yep. that. So I, I don't think we do it a lot. Yeah. So I, I do think though, it is better to fly fish with a buddy. And why is that? Well, the first one I think is, is safety. And yeah. I was just thinking about this this recent trip to Montana. You remember that moment on Willow Creek that you slipped? Yeah, you're not going to let me forget that, are you? <laughs> well, no, it was it's a, true. It yeah. was a scary moment. Yeah, it was. I fell kind of face first, and thankfully a fly box took the brunt of the fall. I, I didn't get hurt, which that could have been you know, a real issue. But, yeah, I remember saying later, man, if I would have hit my head, if you pass out and suddenly you end up in water that's, even if it's six inches deep, you know, you could drown. And Willow Creek was was low this year, so we were fishing just these pockets of water. Right. But there was that big beaver dam, and you were just crawled down the dam part of that. Yeah. And, man, mm-hmm. that was a bad fall. So well, I think safety really is, you have to think about that, certainly as you, you do. get older. You do, and it's not just drowning. It's when you mentioned that beaver dam, remember... Our, our friend Dave, as we were fishing, said, hey, watch out for all of these. And I forget what he called them, but they're basically, what, really thin trees that the beavers have uh, chewed off. And so it's, it's like you've got this arrow sticking out of the ground. Right, like this sharp, it's been gnawed off, but yeah. it's like almost mm-hmm. raised, the point is razor yeah, sharp. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It is. So you've got that. And of course, we, uh, whenever we fish in the West, we're in bear country and... And we're also in, uh, you know, snake country. I mean, even in what in um, the Driftless in uh, Wisconsin, you can run into uh, 
copperheads or or other kinds of snakes. So yeah, safety is an issue, isn't it? It is. You know, actually, back to the whole idea of slipping and falling. This summer, I was fly fishing in Colorado with a friend. And one of the ways up above the timberline where this lake sits, one of the ways up is going up through this avalanche chute. And this avalanche chute now is overgrown. It's been probably 25 years since the avalanche came through, so the trees are bigger. So we didn't go up it to get to the lake when we were going to the lake. But coming down, I said, hey, it might be shorter if we just take this avalanche chute down. I had done it like 15 years earlier. It might be really quick. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I I thought, what was I thinking? What was I thinking? <laughs> yeah. And there were two of us. And, for, you know, basically, I'm not sure either of us would have helped the other one if something would have happened because we were so far back in and it was mm-hmm. so, the vertical was so steep. But anyway, it was really stupid. But when you do do stupid things, it's nice to have a fly fishing buddy with you. Yeah, it really is. Safety's a huge issue. So yeah. what else? Another reason. I think one of the big things that really helps me become a better fly fisher is the problem-solving conversations that happen between us. Well, oh, that's a great point. That is really true. And um, I was just thinking we were fly fishing the Gardner River, which we've talked about on a previous podcast, and it was late in the day, and we had moved to this other run. And you had fished this run the day before, and you said, Dave, there's this zone in there. And I, I seriously, I would have not caught anything had I gone there by myself. But you actually yeah. guided me to this. It was like this 12-inch zone that ran for maybe, what, 20, 30 feet? Yeah. Uh-huh. And if you yeah. didn't hit that zone, you did not get any strikes. So I think this idea of problem solving mm-hmm. on the river, and it's just such a great benefit if you have someone who thinks and, and, and like a problem solver and you're yeah. always trying to figure out why you're not catching fish. It really is. Two minds are better than one. And I, I remember, it might have been that same run that I forget which one of us, but we said to the other, hey, throw up river about 10 feet further and that'll give your, uh, you know, your nymphs. Uh, time to get down. Right. Time to get down. And that was huge. And yeah, just a lot of things that you can, maybe you would or maybe you wouldn't come up with a solution, but even if you did on your own, it would take a while. I remember too, remember that hole I was fishing and and I was watching the strike indicator and it would twitch just imperceptibly and and I, I did nothing. <laughs> you said, I think you might be getting strikes. Yeah, then, I remember oh, that. I'm not so sure. You said, yeah, I think you are. So, well, all right. So the next time it barely twitched, I set the hook thinking, okay, I'll, I'll show you what an idiot you are. And I was the idiot. I had a fish on the end of it. <laughs> well, I tell you what, you almost, okay, so, so I think this works if there's a modicum of parity between the two fly fishers, yeah, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Um So, I mean, my guess is if you go with somebody younger or a younger fly fisher meaning just simply doesn't hasn't fly fished a lot you're doing a lot of correction so you don't get Mm -hmm. that back and forth so i guess this you know a fly fishing Mm -hmm. buddy there needs to be some parity in your fly fishing and your ability to analyze a stream Mm -hmm. and think through these things but i would say of all of these you know one of the top ones is the idea of problem solving safety just by Mm -hmm. virtue you have to do that right but the problem solve i i catch more fish when i'm with you and yeah i'm the same way when i'm I'm fishing with you and i think too it's helpful there are times where if neither of us are catching fish it's like okay 
uh, we, we've done this enough. We're, we're decent fishermen. We're not experts by any means. But, okay, the fact that we're not catching fish, neither one of us, then I don't feel so bad. But if I'm by myself, I, I start doubting and thinking, what am I doing wrong? And, you know, there's got to be some little thing that I'm missing. So, yeah, uh, having, uh, having a buddy along, that the problem-solving piece is huge. I think in that moment with uh, when you go, okay, neither of us is catching fish, you kind of do two th different things. One is you each try something different, yeah. which mm -hmm. is great because you kind of mm -hmm. double the, your effort. The other thing is sometimes you just call it in. You go, right. you know what, mm -hmm. we've been here for two or three yeah. hours. Neither of us has caught anything. We've tried multiple yep. rigs. Let's just go home, right? Go to yeah. dinner or something. Mm -hmm. So um, to me, it makes fishing so much sweeter. Well, it does. I remember times where, it's like you say, where we're not catching fish and you try something and I'll try something. And, and I look at what you're trying and think, well, yeah, good luck with that. And then you start catching fish and I realize I wouldn't have tried that. And, yeah, that's true. And that's very it's true. The, the fact that you did, okay, now I'm going to switch and put on the San Juan worm or whatever it happens to be. But yeah, I, I would not have, I, we think a little bit differently and that's a, that can be a real bonus when yeah, you're, it really, uh, it really you're can. fishing yep. together. I think another uh, benefit of fishing with a buddy is, is remembering. And maybe that's now that we're uh, uh, hitting those mid-50 years. <laughs> but uh, seriously, details are easy to forget, aren't they? And, and I know times where it could be that night when we're having dinner, or it could be uh, three months later, and we, we talk about a trip, and you'll mention something. I'll say, man, I forgot about that. That's right. That was such a cool moment. Or, or yeah, that was a scary moment, and I wouldn't have thought of it if you hadn't brought it up. Speaking of which, so do you remember that moment and this had to be probably six or seven years ago. We were driving from Lewistown, Montana, back to Bozeman, and I was looking at my phone, and I was driving, and I almost drove off the road. Oh, that's <laughs> Do you right. Remember that? That was yeah. Such I a forgot bad about that moment. In... Maybe maybe remembering isn't such a good thing. <laughs> I I honestly yeah. think about that every oh, so yeah. often. It was like the worst case oh, scenario. Man. You look down at your yeah. phone. And the road bends, and you're going, even if it's, you know, you're going 50 in like a, in a 30 miles per hour. Sure. It's not a zone. It was just as slow as you had to go. And I almost went straight and over the top of that oh, embankment. Anyway. So the other thing I think with remembering is there's this idea of like this combined, I don't know how to say it, like combined intellectual property. Wow. What do you mean by that? That's interesting. Um, so... Let's say that we've fished a run together through the years mm -hmm. multiple times, right? Yeah. And there's this, the remembering is about what worked, what didn't work, oh, yeah. the zone, mm -hmm. like where they're hitting in the hot zone, all these, like even I would mm -hmm. say, the thing that I remember is going back to the Gardner River that second day, you know, when we were out there mm -hmm. a couple, a uh, bunch of months, what was it, a couple months ago, a yeah. month or so ago, and... This, this idea, which I mentioned earlier, this idea of, oh, yeah, there's a zone in there. If you don't hit that zone, well, mm -hmm. I think there's that, that's com combined together. There's this, like, intellectual yeah. property of how to fish this That's run. right. That's right. right? That, yeah, something that you don't get just individually. I mean, you, you, have, you have some know-how, but, boy, when you combine that, it's just, uh, 
It's just a larger body of knowledge, it's, isn't it? It is. Instead yeah. of like two times, it's like almost three X or four X. That's a great point. And, yeah. Um, That's and a also good point. of all the different yeah. guides we've had, like you've mm-hmm. gone, like I went out. Um, we've all gone out with guides with other people, but gone so we combine all that guide experience yeah. to this mm-hmm. kind of the insights we get from guides. And so anyway, I think the remembering is a really important piece of fly fishing. With That's a, a great point. So I think it makes you a much better fly fisher. Yeah, really a great point. Well, there's at least one more benefit of fly fishing with a buddy, and I, I would just describe that as, as sharing the joy. Um, I, I don't know. I'm sure you feel this way, Dave, but to me, if if I experience something really incredible, it's it's diminished a bit if I don't have somebody to share it with. Yeah, I think that's absolutely true. Yeah. And when you're younger, it has takes on a more competitive kind of feel. Um, and I get that, right? If you're 25 yeah. and, and uh, it's all about who catches yeah. the most fish, who catches the big fish. It's interesting as you get older, um, it's not that that's not important, right? So there's yeah. still the adrenaline and all that. But mm-hmm. I don't know. There's something about seeing your your buddy catch a really oh. nice trout. I don't have that same anxiety like, no. okay, I've got to catch yeah. something really a lot bigger than that yeah, next time. I, I exactly. Don't, because part of it is that we fish so long together yeah, mm-hmm. that you know it's all going to come around. That's right. There's and part be... of it is you know you won't. <laughs> well, no, actually, that's not true. You, uh, We were on the Missouri this year, and uh, I thought it was I was fishing with my brother. I mean, I catch a really nice one, and then you turn right around, and you got the Moby out of there. But <laughs> but no, I think your point is, is well taken. I remember a day when I was on the... Uh, Oh, the Madison, just coming out of the bear trap, and the caddis started rising, and all of a sudden, right along the bank, you know, the water was just boiling, and I caught trout after trout, and they weren't huge. I might have caught one, you know, a couple of them that were 14 inches, but they were all 10 to 14 inches, and and I remember thinking, just kind of that wistful feeling, like, oh, man, I wish, you know, I, I wish my boys were here. I, I wish Dave was here, and yeah, I, that's, that happens, doesn't it? Boy, I... You know, joy is kind of a, a quirky word. It's kind of a, yeah. but I tell you what, it's something that is, it, it makes life really, really fun. Yeah, it does. Is this idea of being able to share something. And yeah. there's different ways you share. Like, with yeah. your, you know, you can share with your kids when you're like your son doing well in football, mm-hmm. you know, winning that big sky championship, you know, yeah. in, in college football. I mean, that's, that has that its own cool. joy. Yep. But this whole idea of, of watching you know, your friends succeed or buddy or spouse or whoever it is. Succeed. Yeah. It's really wonderful. I remember, remember that time in Yellowstone National Park uh, a bunch of years ago, we were, you were fishing and I was sitting mm-hmm. on the bank. I just reached into my fanny pack to grab a sandwich and I was just watching you cast and I looked up. And admiring up. the grace. Yeah. Yeah. The whole river runs through <laughs> it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And we looked across the Yellowstone, and I don't know, how wide is the Yellowstone at that point? Oh, boy, that's a is great question. Is that 20 question. yards? I think even for maybe 30 yards. 30 yards. I no saw further some, than that. Yeah, yeah, saw some movement across there, and out out of the brush comes this wolf that, that lays down on the other side. Yeah. And it was just one of these yeah. really, and, and really... And there was a second one, right? Weren't there two? Yeah, I think there were yeah. two. Yeah, were yeah. Two it was the strangest day. thing to be no. watched by a wolf. Now, fortunately... You know, a wolf's not going to attack you in broad daylight, I don't think. Plus, no, he would have had to cross so the, the right. stone, which yeah. the wolf could not have done. But, um, 
But I mean, sharing that, being able to talk about that now. Yeah, just, that was. Just, and what a great reminder. It's not just catching fish. It's, you know, it's seeing wolves. It's, uh, it, it's seeing the sunrise or the sunset and just some gorgeous scenery or, yeah. you know, feeling the snow fall on a, you know, on an October day or a day in March. It's, uh, it really is something when you're able to share that. Yeah. That was just, it's wonderful. It was. Interesting. We have a, we have a comment from one of our listeners. We always do this great stuff from our listeners at the end of our podcast. And, and here's a comment from James. He's a fly fisher in Massachusetts and it's about fly fishing with a buddy. And this is a little bit longer and I want to just read the whole thing. I thought this was really cool. James says, my buddy and I are blessed to live in Western Massachusetts, which is spectacular fishing and hunting. And we have always been partners. When we were younger, 60 plus years ago, scrambling over rocks and hiking the mountain streams was a joy. Now that we are much older, he is 70 and I am very close behind. We cherish the fact that there is one of us there for the other, because at our age, a slip can become a catastrophic thing, especially in those areas which don't see much traffic. Man, that's true, isn't it? That's so true. Then he says, just the other day, we were fishing a fairly secluded part of the Deerfield River. There wasn't a hatch going on, so we were fishing nymphs and woolly buggers. I caught the first one, a 12-inch rainbow and a woolly bugger. Then my buddy started to hang a number of the same size fish. A quick shout about 30 yards upstream resulted in a reply. He was using a pheasant tail nymph. And that ended up uh, in both of us uh, using that fly and having a great time catching and releasing some feisty trout, both rainbows and browns. That's, that's kind of what we talked kind about Kind of like before, that remembering, almost yeah. an intellectual prop. Well, it's a bunch of those things, yeah. Yeah, just the, the idea that, uh, hey, somebody else is doing something that works and... Uh, uh, Passing it on. Yeah, you wouldn't know unless you've got another fly fisher there. Then he says, also a bit later, I almost took a header into the river when I slipped on a rock. Uh, yeah, I've wow. been there, done that. What was worse is that I had left my waders home and opted for hip boots because the river was running low. Well, that header caused me to look like Fred Astaire doing a soft shoe, <laughs> which caused me to slip into a bit deeper water and get a wet crotch and a boot full of water. When it was over and I was safely to the bank, we both laughed but knew that it could have resulted in a lot worse, especially if either of us had been alone. And as you mentioned, there is the camaraderie and the later sharing of the events, along with the tips and tricks we each learn and pass on to the other. To this day, we reminisce about the times and events we have had. Wow. Isn't that cool? Wow, that nails it. It really does. Uh, I mean, that's, that's well said. These that's, guys, two guys should do the podcast. Man, I mean, that's, that's right. That's yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah. That's exactly it. Well, that'll do it for today. What experiences have you had fishing with a buddy that really stand out in your mind? Please tell us by going to twoguysinariver.com and commenting on this podcast link, or you can also comment on our Facebook page. What experiences have you had fly fishing with a friend or family member? You can find Two Guys in a River on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'd love for you to visit our podcast on iTunes and rate it. Give us a review. That always helps. Also, you can download a podcast app on your phone and receive our weekly podcasts. 
If you want access to every episode we've ever published, just simply visit our website and click on every episode on the navigation bar. You can also see every article that we've published. I think we've published like 60 or 70 wow. episodes and 60 or 70 articles. There's a lot just of a good lot of, stuff. Oh, there's so much content yep. on there. A lot of good stuff there. Well, thanks again for listening. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. Until next time, we are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing. Fly fishing.